This is CliffCentral.com. Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central. It's Thursday. It's 1 p.m. Time for uh, your insights into business, into into careers, how to expedite these things. Remember, if you can say, yes, I want to fast track my career, I want to grow my business, well then, future CEOs of the show for you. My name is Gareth Armstrong. It's good to be with you. And uh, today we are talking to, in the, in the coming half hour at half past, we're going to be talking to the CEO of IQ Business. It's a, a fascinating business and certainly a business you all would have heard of, I'm sure, in some of, in some form or fashion. We're going to talk to the CEO, get some insights from him. That's at half past. For this first half hour, I, I think what I'll do is let me couch the conversation this way and then Byron, you, you, you jump in and you tell me if I'm doing it correctly, but sure. is your business in trouble? And when I say trouble, are, are you sinking? Are you, are you sailing a, sh- a sinking ship? Are you captaining uh, a boat that seems to be uh, going under? And if the answer is yes, well, then what we've done is we've brought a specialist into studio to talk through this idea of business rescue. How can you save that ship? How can you save your business? Uh, have I done a good job, Byron? Yeah, I, I think you, you're there about. Um, the, the biggest challenge is to make sure that you – Alive to any problems in advance. Mm. Don't, don't let the ship sink. Yeah, don't let the <laughs> ship sink. You were telling me off air that there are people that come to you uh, and it's actually a little bit too late. The, the, the ship has sailed and I think that's yeah. the phrase you used on, uh, off air. Yeah. Once it, the biggest challenge we have in, in consulting with, with clients is they, they approach us and they say, should I be looking at business rescue or should I be looking at liquidations? Mm. And you know, if they're asking that question, it's probably too late. Mm. Um, in a very rare situations, um, yes, business rescue still would be an option. But really, you, you need to be approaching a business rescue practitioner or at least considering business rescue um, six months in advance. Okay, six months. Yeah, and, and if they're if a director of a company is it's actually an obligation that directors of companies need to um look forward six months in advance mm. and if it becomes apparent to them that they're not going to be able to meet their obligations um, they need to consider business rescue and if they decide not to go the business rescue route they need to be able to explain why they didn't take that option okay so before we go any further with this conversation just uh, people are wondering who is this voice Byron who are you just introduce yourself to our listeners please yeah thanks for having me Gareth I'm I'm Based in Cape Town, I work for the restructuring department for a audit firm called Mazars. Um, I spend a lot of time up in Joburg. There's definitely a bit more business uh, activity up in Joburg, so I, I commute a lot. My mm. poor wife mm. <laughs> doesn't see doesn't see a lot of me during the week, but um, yeah. So so we I'm part of a dedicated uh, restructuring and turnaround team. So uh, I think you're the right person to have here talking to us in studio because you spend hours upon hours upon hours looking yep. into businesses that, in some form or fashion, have gone off course and are struggling. 
we're talking business rescue today. Let's now go. Uh, you've you've said it very nicely that six months is really the length of time that you need uh, to, or at least six months to begin to uh, look at your business and decide on the business rescue process. Absolutely. Just just let's uh, start with some questions around what, what what we can answer six months prior. So so. You need to you need to consider whether or not you're going to be able to meet your obligations um, in the ensuing six months, um, and that means that um, whether or not you're going to be able to pay your trade creditors as yep. they become due, as well as your your um, financing creditors. So if you've got uh, loans um, or an overdraft, you need to you need to have. Um, a confidence in your own mind that you're going to be able to meet those obligations. And when you um, start to get the feeling that, that maybe that's not going to be possible, um, that at that point you need to engage. Um, and, I mean, one of the things that, that uh, a lot of companies out there are doing are, are actually health checks. You know, so you can you can have the a health health check done on your company to uh, to to assist you in in seeing where you're at. You're it, determining this. I like that. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, it's not just something that you have to approach six months. You can do an, on an annual basis, perhaps even you can do a health check. I like that. Almost like a health screen that we would do Absolutely. for life insurance. I think we do. Yes. So so we we're seeing that the. Um, Financial, um, your big banks and, and investment companies that they've got these in-house teams that that um, that they send in to to do these health checks. Mm. Um, but but by all means, they shouldn't be the ones who who are looking at at the health of your company. You should be applying your own mind to it mm. um, to make sure that that you are on track. Yeah, and and. I, th- I think what happens is, is it's the companies that don't do this, um, are, are then in a position where it's too late for business rescue. Mm. Uh, business rescue is unfortunately, um, not a cheap process. And, and, um, if you've left it too late, you're going to be in a position where there's very little that a business rescue practitioner can do to assist, um, Creditors get very nervous. You can imagine if if you announce as you're required to that you now in business rescue, um, you, you your creditors are going to get a big scare, sure. and and a lot of them are going to then insist on COD payments okay. for future services, yep. and and that sucks up in the short term. It's going to suck up more working capital um, than than you would have otherwise mm. uh, required. Let, let let me jump in here and let, let's let's talk to those individuals out there who are perhaps I mean they've listened they've they've downloaded this because business rescue is potential a real a real option that they need to look into. Would you just describe what is a uh, a perfect candidate for business rescue look like? Yeah, so so maybe I'll 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 have it just explain that, and then also the process yes, that yes, might absolutely. be useful as well. Um, but 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 a, a a candidate for business rescue um, is one where there's there's still sufficient working capital in the company mm. um, for a practitioner to go in there, um, give that practitioner time to come up with a plan uh, to turn the company around. If you are 
in the unfortunate position where uh, really your working capital's gone, you've got no cash left in the bank. Um, it's going to be a really tough task for that practitioner to to come in and 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 restructure and find a a solution to the problems that you that you're in so i'm just wondering so business rescue is one thing then at the half time here at at the half hour mark we're going to be pulling in the ceo of iq business now iq business there's a lot of consulting work that they do uh, and they look into a business uh, a, a lot rather let me say it differently they look into various aspects of the business yep. um, and then they help to improve the different processes they help to improve performance is that something similar to business rescue how far does do you reach into the business to assist them yeah that's a, a really good question um, it's not just a financial turnaround okay. it, you, you, practitioners will go in and they'll look at a wide variety of of um, Issues that may or may not be within the company, mm. um, and that includes your internal controls, um, as well as sort of d- discussing with with management and directors what their responsibilities are, mm. um, and and the, uh, without doubt the biggest area of of concern for us when we go into a company is the lack of reliable financial information okay so so you'll have an entrepreneur who is really good at whatever it is that he's doing Mm. producing that product or Mm. providing that service um and and one of our major challenges is is to convince these guys that they need um they need they need to to look after the financial side of their company mm. um so so keeping good records understanding where they're at um yeah often often the product is is not the problem it's it's not understanding where you are it's a leaking ship, but it's leaking from a particular point. And you saying financials are one of those that you see on an ongoing basis. Yeah, most definitely. So that's the that's the biggest challenge we have is is the liability of the financial information given to us. No, I mean I, I think this is a fascinating conversation. The uh, I want to talk about you very quickly. Uh, you're a, you're a business rescue practitioner. I mean you've been doing it for a long time. Uh, how does it feel? <laughs> to to know that sometimes these businesses are relying entirely on you, entirely on your team. Uh, just just a quick insight there, please. It, it's 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 certainly not a boring job. I can tell you that. Um, it is an angst ridden uh, process, mm. and that's unfortunate. Um, you can imagine that. Um, that the creditors of the company have been uh, payments to those creditors for historical debt. That, that's all been ring fenced and put on hold. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, stress and and um, and, and often uh, there's a bit of conf- uh, confrontation between the practitioner and, and the creditors of the company. And the, that's a really big challenge. Is you need to you need to be able to um, Bring people along with you. Mm. Um, you don't want to um, be in conflict with the with the affected parties, and that's that's shareholders, creditors, staff. I mean, now that's the team. It's, it's internal. It's it's a massive challenge. Um, yeah, and it's 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 stressful at times, but I can tell you, it's also very rewarding when you get through a a process um, and. And um, and it it comes out the other side, and and you've managed to restore the company 
to to a solvent position, and it's yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a moment. A moment. The purpose of business rescue is exactly what you've just said: solvency, returning to solvency. But that was a primary objective. We were speaking off air about this. Yes. The secondary objective. So, the, I mean, you do this for different reasons. Just yeah. talk us through that a little bit, please. So, as you said, the the primary objective of business rescue is, of course, to um, to ultimately return the company to solvency mm. and and end the business rescue process so that the company can go off into the future and mm. hopefully be profitable um, but there's also a second a second pillar to business rescue and if that's not achievable the practitioner must then look at whether or not um, he can give a better return mm. to creditors than a liquidation would okay um, and and that's the, I can tell you that's really challenging because um, in the mind of a creditor, if a if a company continues to trade, uh, it's very difficult to understand why you're not going to be paid in full. Mm. Which I I mean we can all appreciate that. Um, whereas in a liquidation, if you um, if the company closes its doors, um, it's it's easier to to accept. That you're not going to get paid in full. Mm. Um, so, so that really challenging going to a creditor and telling them that you're only going to get fifty cents in the rand or, sure. or twenty cents in the rand, um, and and they say to you, "But the company's still trading. How how can you do this to us?" Um, and yeah, it's it's a challenge. Mm. It's really difficult. So let let's talk about the process. So I'm in a position that let me. Going to character, I'm in a position where my business has been doing really well. Um, I'm a small business. I've got a hundred million rand turnover in a, in a year. I'm doing okay, but I can see on the horizon there's some. We'll, we'll continue with our ship analogy. There's some choppy waters. There's a storm, <laughs> yes. storm brewing. Uh, what what next? How does this work? So in a in an ideal world. Um, you would at that point consider business rescue. Um, and, and there are two ways that a company can go into business rescue. The first is quick and easy. Um, it's via a director's resolution. Okay. Um, and, and once you've made the decision to, to go with business rescue, you can, you can be, you can place your company in business rescue in an afternoon. You know, it's really, really quick. Mm. Um, the other way is, is, uh, less common. Uh, it's via court. So a creditor or affected party can actually ask a court to okay. place a company in business okay, rescue. Okay. So a creditor can actually do that. Yeah. Very interesting. So, so it is, it's less common. Um, but, but we do see that happening. Um, and then uh, once a company is in business rescue, it's really driven by timelines. Mm. Um, and, and the, the business rescue practitioner needs to constantly consider whether or not, um, he can achieve a better return than liquidation mm. and save the company. And, and if it becomes apparent to him that he can't do that, he needs to end business rescue. Um, so, uh, and that's the, yeah, so that, that's, that's what the practitioner needs to do. Sure. Um, I always used to think when I started out doing business rescues that the most challenging part of it was coming up with a plan to save the company. Mm. Um, and, and then of course it's, it's a creditor driven process. So whatever plan you come up with, uh, to turn this company around, uh, is then voted on by creditors. So okay. creditors vote on, on whether or not it's acceptable. Mm. And, and I always used to think that getting through that vote was the, the biggest challenge. Um, and and 
I can tell you it's not. So then the, what, well, what is the biggest challenge? The, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm waiting to hear, the, the, hear it come out here. This the, is a, an the, interesting point. The, the biggest challenge is, is undoubtedly actually implementing whatever plan you've put together. Uh, of course. It, it execution, is, right? It, the execution is a massive challenge. Um, it, and it, no, no plan that you put together is ever going to run like clockwork mm. either. Things change. Um, Sometimes people let you down if there's a, an investor who's committed to come in mm. um, and they pull out. So, so implementing the plan is, is by far the biggest challenge. So um, I'm, what I'm hearing here is that so I can approach a, a specialist, a business rescue specialist, a, a practitioner, a, a business like Nazar's. Yep. Um, then we can we we talk about this business rescue process. What else do I then do? So I mean, we enter into business rescue, which is a very formal process. It's a, yeah, and, and it's important because of course there's creditors and others, as you've mentioned. Then what's next? So I what I'm also hearing is that there is probably a lot of work on my side to do from a, a, prepare, a preparation perspective, preparing the business by by the business, I say the people that we're, we're in this process. Um, there are certain expectations that we have of business, a business rescue practitioner organization, and these are going to be imposed on all of us. This is how we have to go about it. Yeah. So, so you, so we, we would normally go in and, and, um, hopefully, we would have consulted with the company beforehand. Sure. There, there was initially a, a bit of a stigma around that. Mm. So, so you'd have a, a practitioner who was really coming in quite cold and blind, not really understanding the company that he was about to take management control of. Yeah. Um, and and we're now moving to a position where, where it, and this is more reg, uh, more common in the UK and the US, where there's there's a a consultation period before the company goes into business rescue and there's a often a plan is possibly not developed but at least um a, the outlines of a of a plan is discussed well there's as, context right exactly so 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 once you enter business rescue you you then need to engage with the big stakeholders so that's probably your largest creditors mm. just to make sure they continue supply mm. um and of course your bank mm. um and and you're probably going to have a really tough time if you can't bring your your bigger creditors along with you if they don't support the process. Well, and and that is a nice segue into my question, which is what are some of the major challenges that I as a business owner, as a director of a business, will face during the business rescue process? What are these challenges, please? All right. So ironically, your biggest challenge is probably going to be around um, your – the, your ability to afford the business rescue process, okay. and that's not that's not just because it's it's uh, expensive to pay the the practitioners. Mm. Um, the the rates are tariffed, um, so so depending on the size of the business, the practitioner can charge a a varying hourly rate. Mm. Um, but it is an expensive process, and you need to have um, some sort of a buffer. Um, we regard that we we often call this. Um, post-commencement finance mm. so so money that can be put into the business during the business rescue process and that that's a massive challenge for companies um, they think that the appropriate time to go into business rescue is when 
when you've run out of money. When the bank account is at zero. Yeah. And then it, then it's actually too oh, late. Yeah. Mm. So, so like I said earlier, the initial period of business rescue, um, becomes very cash demanding. Okay. Um, it, and, and that, that is, that is definitely a challenge. Another big challenge we find, uh, or, or again, we used to find, and we're very clear now, um, in, in explaining this to, to management and directors mm. is that you, you lose management control of your company. Okay. So you, you still, you still remain a, a director. But but all the duties um, that you had now vest in or now also vest in the business rescue practitioner. Interesting. So and that's that's a challenge for for some of the especially um, your entrepreneurs who this is their their whole life and and now they have to hand it over to somebody mm. to try and write it and and fix the the problem that's there. Um, so so that's that's difficult and and we've had. Um, I've I've had some some experiences with directors where we were forced to uh, dismiss them and go through Interesting. Uh, through a, a sort of disciplinary processes, um, and and these are the guys who initially approached you mm. at, to place the company into business. So it, it's it's a it can be quite a, a awkward situation that you find yourself in, but one that's that's that you lose control of if you are the owner of the company yes i mean ultimately there is uh, the the return but there is a quite a lot of pain between then then and now i mean and I, perhaps i use the term pain loosely yeah. it's it's probably not the right way to to say it but there is potential pain if you don't prepare yourself correctly maybe that's an appropriate yeah. way to say it. i i think if you if you're fortunate enough to to consult with Business rescue practitioners or turnaround specialists that that um, will fill you with confidence that they have your best interests at heart, as well as the creditors. Um, I mean, that's the the practitioner is there to make sure that the the creditors are looked after. Mm. Um, so, so I think that's very important. The the industry's got a reputation at the moment because um, they're. There are companies entering business rescue that shouldn't be entering business rescue. Okay. And, and there are practitioners who are accepting these appointments that, that probably they, they probably shouldn't be accepting them. They pro- probably should be turning them away and saying that, that a liquidation is more, more appropriate. Can I quickly just ask what, what is the, and we are running out of time, so it's probably an appropriate, uh, juncture for me to ask, what is the, the, the time frame, the usual time frame that a business will, can expect to be in business rescue? Of course, it will vary depending yeah. on the business, but the usual time frame or an, an average. So the, the, it, it varies greatly. The, the act talks about a time frame that's very tight. Mm. Um, so the, the business rescue process, which isn't actually defined, it, it is meant to be three months. Um, oh wow. But, but I can tell you it, it's almost never the case that, mm. that a business rescue takes only three months. Mm. Um, it's, it's generally a lot longer than that. And those extensions are allowed via, um, Consent by creditors, so there are various meetings that need to be held, sure. and and th- they can be extended, but only through creditor consent. Well, Byron, it's been a fascinating conversation. We are running out of time here in studio. Uh, a, a last word, something that we may have missed. Just, I mean, you're a specialist in this area. I think I think I'd encourage uh, business owners to um, consider business rescue. Um, 
w- w- a lot more timeously, not not to not to cons- not to regard business rescue as a stalling tactic mm. um, to avoid liquidation. That's not the intention of business rescue. Um, so so to apply your minds to to. To, to to considering that six month period, you mm. know, you use it correctly. I'm think I'm hearing you say absolutely, yeah, mm. and and then I mean, hopefully, hopefully, um, getting on board somebody that you can that you can work with. Um, you need to you need to be able to d- develop a, a a relationship with your practitioner mm. because you are handing over yeah. um, your business to him for a, a period of time. Mm. So yeah. Well, Byron, thank you. Uh, just remind me of your – you've got a challenging surname. <laughs> Byron? It's Byron Chevalier. 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 That's you got it. A business rescue practitioner and specialist from Mazars. We're so grateful to have you come in and share your insights and knowledge with us. Uh, thank you for doing that. All right. Up uh, After the break, we are going to be talking to the CEO of IQ Business. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. Byron, thank you again. Thanks, Gareth. Appreciate your time. All right. We will be back right after this break. This is CliffCentral.com.